1: Due to the graphic nature of this murder case, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes traumatizations and discussions of murder and assault that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13.
2: So then, we went back to my place and... Well, don't stop there. Give me the skinny. What if someone hears us? Since when do you care about being overheard? Fair enough. Tell you what, how about I show you how good he was instead? Wait, what is that? A journal? This is how I keep track of everyone. They get a score. One to ten. And he was... let's see. A a four? With that body? He may have the body, but he doesn't know how to use it. Good thing his fans don't know that. Maybe they will someday. I'm thinking about writing a book. Krista, you date celebrities. Politicians. What if they don't want their secrets getting out? Well, they'll just have to deal with it. You don't think someone might come after you? I'll be fine. Maybe you should brush up on your karate. You worry too much. I can take care of myself. Well? Catch you on the flip side. Krista, promise me you'll be careful. I promise.
1: This is Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories. I'm your host, Carter Roy.
3: And I'm your host, Wendy McKenzie. This is our final episode on the murder of Krista Helm.
1: If you like the show, we'd immensely appreciate if you could leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there, because a new episode comes out every Tuesday.
3: You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast, and on Twitter at Parcast Network, or on our website, parcast.com.
1: In recent years, we've seen the rise of a new kind of celebrity. Women famous just for being famous.
3: We've got the Kardashians, Paris Hilton, The Real Housewives.
1: In Los Angeles, we've even got Angeline, a pink-haired, pink-clad actress who drives an equally pink car. She's famous for wanting to be famous.
3: In the 1970s, a decade before Angeline's boyfriend plastered her face on the billboards all over LA in a bid to win her fame, an aspiring actress named Krista Helm arrived in the City of Angels. 27-year-old Krista wanted to be famous more than anything. Sadly, she became famous for being brutally stabbed and bludgeoned to death in the streets of West Hollywood on February 12th, 1977.
1: Krista Helm moved to Hollywood in 1975, leaving her young daughter, Nicole, behind on the East Coast so she could pursue dreams of stardom.
3: Nicole had a dream of her own. Krista had made her daughter a solemn promise that she would bring Nicole to live with her when she turned 10.
2: Happy 10th birthday, Nicole. You're gonna love living at my mansion in the hills. The two of us are just gonna have so much fun together.
1: Krista hoped to create a better life for herself and Nicole. But she wasn't having an easy time in Hollywood. She wanted to be a leading lady, but she was only able to get bit parts in Wonder Woman and Starsky and Hutch.
3: So Krista looked for another way to become famous. If she couldn't make it as an actor, maybe she could make it as a singer. She tried her hand at recording an album in the winter of 1976.
1: But the recording ended in disaster after Krista became romantically involved with several of the musicians.
3: Krista ended up having a falling out with both of her backup singers, Debbie Danilo and Patty Collins.
1: And even after all that turmoil, nothing ever came of Krista's recording.
3: By February of 1977, 27-year-old Krista was no closer to achieving her dreams of stardom as an actress or a singer. But she had found another way of achieving notoriety.
1: She was sleeping with some of the most well-known celebrities in Hollywood, like Mick Jagger and Jack Nicholson.
3: And not just celebrities. She had affairs with politicians and world leaders, even the Shah of Iran.
1: But Krista's lovers didn't know that she was taking notes. She kept a secret diary where she scored her partners on their prowess in bed.
2: So she gets a seven, huh? She was really good with her hands. What about Mike? How come you're only giving him a three? He just laid there, expecting the women to do all the work. Typical. Trust me, a three is being generous.
3: But Krista wasn't just keeping a journal. She was also making secret audio recordings.
2: You're so tense. Let me rub your shoulders.
0: Mmm. That's nice.
2: I can make it even nicer. Hey, what's wrong?
0: You know, you can't tell anyone about us, right?
2: Of course not.
0: Because if this gets out, it'll destroy my marriage, my career.
2: Oh, hon, I never kiss and tell. You've got nothing to worry about. You've got nothing to
1: worry about. We don't know for sure what Krista was planning to do with these tapes and this journal, Some believe she was planning to write a tell-all book.
3: Others believe she may have been trying to blackmail some of her more famous lovers.
1: Whatever her plans were for her secret sex tapes, she never got the chance to complete them.
3: On the evening of February 12, 1977, Krista Helm and her roommate Stephanie Warshaw drove to a party in Stephanie's car. Krista
1: later left the party and borrowed Stephanie's car so she could visit her friend Sandy Smith in West Hollywood.
3: But on the way there, detectives believe that someone began tailing Krista, chasing her. Krista parked haphazardly in front of Sandy's house with the right bumper of the car jammed up against the curb. She didn't take the time to repark. She was too desperate to get to safety.
1: But she didn't make it into Sandy's house in time. Her killer viciously attacked her in the street.
3: Krista was trained in karate and used to work at a karate studio. She tried to defend herself, but she couldn't get away from her murderer.
1: Krista's killer bludgeoned her and stabbed her 23 times, plunging a heavy-duty hunting knife into her back, her chest, her neck, and her head. A young West Hollywood resident heard her scream and thought he was hearing a dying cat. He grabbed a weapon and ran out into the yard but never went all the way into the street.
3: Which means that he just missed the chance to catch Krista's killer in the act.
1: The murderer fled the scene, leaving Krista to die in the street with her body half hidden under Stephanie's car.
3: Detectives initially mistook the dead woman for Stephanie before realizing that the murder victim was Krista Helm.
1: Back on the East Coast, Krista's daughter, Nicole, was told by her Vermont nanny that week that her mother died in a car accident. She was devastated to learn from a friend the next day at school that Krista had been brutally murdered. The beautiful life she had imagined with her mother was ripped away from her in an instant.
3: Meanwhile, on the West Coast, detectives had a mystery on their hands. Who killed Krista Helm, and why did they do it?
1: There were plenty of people who had reasons to want Krista dead, and there were some very suspicious circumstances surrounding her murder.
3: Krista was killed right outside her friend Sandy's house while he was in the middle of throwing a party.
1: When detectives questioned him, He claimed that he slept through her murder and heard nothing.
3: Yet a neighbor further down the street from Sandy clearly heard Krista's dying screams.
1: Detective Tom Harris notes,
3: The strange
0: thing was, is there were other people coming and going at his house that same night. And the person that discovered her was going to Sandy's house.
3: Detective Larry Brandenburg also felt that Sandy's claim of being asleep made little sense. He explains, We kind of doubted that Sandy Smith was really asleep at 1 o'clock in the
0: morning. He was a party animal. He had parties at his house all the time, and it just didn't fit Sandy's lifestyle.
1: Despite Sandy's odd statements to detectives, they were unable to get any additional information out of him, and he denied any connection to Krista's murder.
3: Nevertheless, they soon settled on a possible suspect. You see, Krista wasn't the only actor who'd been violently murdered in West Hollywood.
1: On February 12th, 1976, one year to the day before Krista's murder, an actor named Sal Minio was walking down the streets of that exact same West Hollywood neighborhood.
3: Sal was most well-known for his role as young Plato in Rebel Without a Cause, and he had received two Academy Award nominations for Best Supporting Actor, before his career stalled in the 1960s. By 1976, his career was just starting to make a comeback until he was attacked in the alley behind his West Hollywood apartment.
4: Give me your wallet. Hey man, calm down. You don't need to point that at me. I said, give me your damn money. Hurry up. Okay, okay, just give me a sec, uh, um... I don't have time for this.
3: Hey, wait, (laughs) don't. Sal Mineo's killer stabbed him in the heart.
1: Detectives couldn't help but notice the similarities between Sal's and Krista's murders.
3: Both happened one year apart on the exact same day.
1: Both victims were young actors killed with a knife.
3: And both victims were killed in the exact same West Hollywood neighborhood.
1: And perhaps Krista's killer and Sal's killer were one and the same.
3: Unfortunately, there are some holes in this theory. A pizza delivery man and robber named Lionel Williams was convicted of Salminio's murder in March of 1979.
1: Police believed it wasn't possible for Lionel to have killed Krista Helm because he was in prison in Michigan on February 12, 1977, when Krista was killed. So they didn't interrogate him about Krista's
3: death. It wasn't until 30 years later that the new cold case detectives realized the original detectives were wrong. Lionel wasn't arrested in Michigan until after Krista was killed, which means he could have potentially been in LA on the day that she died.
1: So does this mean that Krista was murdered in a simple robbery gone wrong? After all, her purse was missing from the crime scene. Maybe the killer just wanted her money.
3: There are still some problems with this theory. Krista's purse contained something far more important than her wallet. It held her secret diary, which hasn't been seen since the night of her murder.
1: A robber probably wouldn't bother to take a heavy journal with him if he just wanted Krista's money.
3: And there's another problem with the robber theory. Krista was bludgeoned and stabbed 23 times.
1: A robber wouldn't waste time stabbing his victim over and over. He would want to get the money and run. Krista's killer was clearly taking their time.
3: This murder was personal, fueled by hate. It doesn't match the M.O. of a career criminal or a robber.
1: Which means we need to look at other suspects.
3: Luckily, detectives soon found someone else to focus on. In July of 1977, A woman came forward with an urgent message for police.
1: A man had confessed to her that he was the one who murdered Krista Helm.
3: Did Krista's killer really just confess to her slaying? And if so, would police really be able to bring him to justice?
1: We'll return to our story in just a moment from the ParCast Network.
3: And now let's continue the story
1: on february 12 1977 krista helm was beaten and stabbed 23 times she died on a lonely street in west hollywood right outside the home of her friend sandy smith
3: detectives initially wondered if she might have been killed by the same robber who murdered upcoming actor sal minio in that same neighborhood exactly one year earlier in 1976.
1: But Krista's brutal slaying implied a crime of passion, so detectives began investigating the people who knew Krista personally.
3: As detectives looked into Krista's life, they learned that she didn't just hobnob with celebrities.
1: Drug dealers and criminals flitted at the fringes of Krista's glamorous Hollywood parties, and Krista became intimately acquainted with these shifty characters as well.
3: Perhaps Krista was killed by a drug dealer that she met at a Hollywood party. Hey
0: beautiful.
2: Hey yourself.
0: I Wanna get out of here and uh, have some real fun?
2: What have you got in mind tonight? Uh,
0: I've got some lewds, some black beauties.
2: I hope you're not expecting me to pay.
0: You? Never. As long as you don't tell your friends about our special arrangement.
2: (laughs) Why not? I could bring another girl back with us. We could all have a good time.
0: I'm serious, Krista. Don't mess with my business, or I'll have someone take care of you.
2: Hmm, is that a threat?
0: It's a promise. Krista's
1: relationships with drug dealers put her in peril, and in July of 1977, five months after her murder, detectives zeroed in on a particularly dangerous drug dealer.
3: Rudy Mazzella was a dealer known for his extravagant lifestyle and wild parties. <laughs>
2: Jesus, Rudy, put some clothes on.
4: I am wearing clothes.
2: A cowboy hat and a gun belt doesn't count.
4: It's my birthday. I'm wearing my birthday suit.
2: You're insane, Rudy. Anyone ever tell you that?
4: Everyone tells me that, sweetheart. Doesn't stop them from coming to my parties.
1: Rudy and Krista got to know each other because Rudy was roommate with Blair Aronson.
3: If you remember from last week's episode, Blair Aronson was one of the musicians who worked on Krista's album with her, starting in the winter of 1976.
1: Aronson was dating Krista's backup artist, Debbie Danilo, at the time, but Aronson claims that he cheated on Debbie with Krista.
3: But let's put that tangled web of relationships aside for a moment. What's important to remember here is that Aronson was Rudy's roommate. This enabled Rudy and Krista to get to know each other.
1: Krista began going to Rudy's crazy parties. It's possible the two even slept together. And police focused on Rudy in July of 1977 when they learned he had actually bragged about
3: killing Krista. A woman went to the police and was recorded as saying,
2: Rudy is a pretty big guy. Pretty powerful and scary guy. My boyfriend told me Rudy had told him that he murdered Krista. He didn't give a reason, but he said that he had murdered Krista.
1: Did Rudy Mazzella murder Krista Helm? And if so, what was his motive?
3: Rudy was known for his eccentric behavior, but he was also a dangerous man. He kept a supply of guns and knives, and he terrified the women in his life.
1: Perhaps Rudy grew possessive of Krista and jealous of her many lovers.
2: Rudy? Rudy? How long have you been following me?
4: How long have you been cheating on me?
2: What are you talking about? You know we're not exclusive.
4: I don't want you seeing anyone else. You hear me?
2: So you can sleep with whoever you want, but I'm supposed to just be your meek little girlfriend? I don't think so.
4: Don't you talk back to me.
2: Or what? What are you going to do?
1: But detectives learned of another possible reason why Rudy may have murdered Krista.
3: There was a rumor that Rudy asked Krista to hold on to half a million dollars worth of cocaine for him. But then some of it went missing.
4: What did you do with it, Krista? Snort it? Sell it?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Like hell you don't!
2: Jesus, Rudy, calm down.
4: No one steals from me, Krista. No one. Either you pay me back for my missing cocaine, or you face the consequences.
3: So, we've seemingly got our killer. Rudy Mazella, murdered Krista Helm, either out of jealousy or due to a drug deal gone wrong. He even confessed to the murder.
4: Mm, not so fast. I barely even knew Krista Helm. I sure as hell didn't kill her. That's not what you've been telling your friends. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, stop playing games, Rudy. Your friend already told us everything. You're making all this up, trying to frame me. As a matter of fact, we've got your friend's interview on record. You're just digging yourself into a deeper hole by lying. I didn't kill her!
4: Oh yeah? So where were you on the evening of February 12th? I was at home
3: with my roommate Blair. The whole night? Yeah. Ask him if you don't believe me. Oh, we will. When detectives eventually questioned Blair Aronson about Rudy's alibi, he confirmed that Rudy had been at home with him on the night of Krista's murder.
1: And Aronson continued to vouch for Rudy when detectives questioned him 30 years later in the early 2000s.
3: Beyond Rudy's alleged confession, there's nothing linking him to Krista's murder. And Rudy Mazzella has passed away, taking any secrets about Krista's death with him to the grave
1: which means we need to look at other potential suspects. One of the most darkly intriguing possibilities is that Krista was murdered by one of her famous lovers.
3: Remember, Krista was scoring her celebrity lovers in a diary, and she was also making secret audio recordings of their time together in the bedroom.
1: She may have been planning to write a book about her sexual adventures, or she may have been keeping the records in case someone tried to blackmail her. Or, in case there was someone she wanted to blackmail.
3: If one of Krista's celebrity lovers found out about the tapes and the journal, he likely would have felt betrayed and furious.
2: Hey there, I've been waiting. What, what's with that look on your face? Is it true? Have you been recording us? Well, I... Where is it? Oh my god! It's not what you think.
0: You've been recording us the entire time?! You were even going to record tonight!
2: They're just for me. I like playing them when I'm alone. Thinking about you really turns me on.
0: You think I'm stupid? How much were you planning to sell them for?
2: I wasn't going to sell them.
0: Name your price. I'll buy
4: them from you, right now.
2: Maybe I don't want to sell them. Especially not to someone who treats me like this.
4: This is your last chance. Give me all the tapes right now. You can take the money and get the hell out of my town.
2: How about you get the hell out of my apartment?
3: You're going to regret this, Krista. Both Krista's diary and most of her sex tapes went missing after her murder. Perhaps they were taken by her killer.
1: Krista was dating a lot of powerful politicians and celebrities. Could one of them have murdered her to stop her from releasing the tapes?
3: It's certainly a strong motive. It also matches the violent, emotional nature of Krista's murder. It's easy to imagine a betrayed celebrity feeling angry enough to stab Krista over 20 times.
1: Krista was clearly worried that someone powerful was angry with her. Shortly before her death, she sent her close friend Darlene a postcard with an ominous message.
2: Dar, I am in way over my head here.
3: Darlene and Krista's other friends worried that one of her well-connected lovers might kill her if they found out about the diary or the sex tapes.
1: But detectives working the case after Krista's murder in 1977 were never able to find evidence connecting one of her famous lovers to her slaying. They also weren't able to find any trace of the diary or most of the tapes.
3: If detectives could find the sex tapes they might be able to narrow down which of Krista's famous lovers could have been responsible for her death.
1: Detectives wondered if perhaps one of Krista's friends hid the tapes in an effort to protect her secrets. After all, they found no sign of the missing sex tapes for decades.
3: Finally, 30 years after Krista Helm's murder in February of 1977, Krista's daughter Nicole begged homicide detectives at LA County Sheriff's Office to take another look at her mother's murder. In the early 2000s, cold case detectives Larry Brandenburg and Tom Harris were assigned to Krista's case.
1: As the two detectives began re-interviewing witnesses, they uncovered shocking new evidence, the possible location of the sex tapes.
3: Perhaps detectives finally had the clues they needed. To catch Krista's killer.
1: Our story will continue in a moment after a brief message.
3: Now, the story continues.
1: Before her violent murder on February 12, 1977 in West Hollywood, Krista Helm made secret audio recordings of her many powerful and famous lovers. Those
3: recordings disappeared after Krista's death. Detectives wondered if one of Krista's many celebrity lovers killed her to stop her from releasing her audio tapes.
1: But without the tapes, they had no evidence to go on. It wasn't until 30 years after Krista's death that cold case detectives Larry Brandenburg and Tom Harris uncovered clues that might lead them to her secret tapes.
3: When detectives Brandenburg and Harris interviewed Krista's former roommate, Stephanie Warshaw, in the early 2000s, she gave them some shocking information.
1: According to Stephanie, she was visited by a young actor named Tony Sirico in the days after Krista's murder.
3: Tony Sirico had spent his early life in and out of prison. He was inspired to go into acting during his second prison sentence in the early 1970s, after seeing a group of former convicts perform.
1: He later remarked to the L.A. Times, quote, I got 28 arrests and only two convictions, so you got to admit I have a pretty good acting record. End quote.
3: By February of 1977, Sirico was in Hollywood pursuing a promising career as a model and an actor. Sirico and Krista moved in the same circles and they had friends in common.
1: Krista's roommate Stephanie told detectives that after Krista's murder on February 12th, someone asked Sirico to stay with Stephanie for a few days and make sure she was safe.
3: And it was while he was staying over that Stephanie spotted Sirico sneaking Krista's furs out of the apartment. Even stranger, she saw him take Krista's audio tapes.
1: Detectives Harris and Brandenburg were eager to interview Sirico as a witness, hoping to garner more clues about the tapes and Krista's murder. They spoke to Sirico in 2006. At this point, Sirico was a successful actor, famous for his role as Polly Walnuts in The Sopranos.
3: Unfortunately, Sirico didn't have much to say that could help the detectives. He initially told them that he didn't remember Krista or Stephanie at all. He also insisted he never visited Krista's apartment.
1: And when detectives tried to learn where Sirico was on the night of Krista's murder, Sirico's lawyer quickly ended their interview.
3: The detectives made it clear that Sirico wasn't a suspect, but his lawyer didn't want the interview to continue regardless.
1: So the detectives were seemingly at a dead end in their search for Krista's sex tapes and whatever clues they might hold about her killer.
3: But then detectives finally uncovered most of Krista's possessions in a place they hadn't expected. Her fur coats, jewelry, and furniture had been hidden away at the home of her good friend, Lenny Barron.
1: Detectives theorized that Lenny asked Sirico to take Krista's things in a misguided effort to help Krista save face. And they believe it's possible that Lenny was the one who hid Krista's missing tapes and diary after her murder.
2: Lenny, this is crazy.
4: What do you mean? I'm protecting Krista.
2: By stealing all her stuff? What if her kids want some of her things?
4: We've got bigger concerns. Krista isn't the only one I'm protecting, you know.
2: I guess we don't want reporters finding this diary.
4: Or the tapes.
2: You don't think police should hear these tapes at least?
4: Why? So they can laugh at her? Krista was a beautiful soul, and she doesn't deserve to be remembered for these stupid tapes. And it's not just reporters or the police I'm worried about here.
2: You think the killer might-
4: No one else is going to get hurt. I'm going to make sure of that.
3: What are you doing? Burning them. Unfortunately, Lenny Barron passed away in 2003, which means we may never know for sure what happened to most of Krista's tapes.
1: Detectives do have a few of Krista's tapes in their possession, but none of those tapes have implicated any of Krista's famous lovers.
3: So while it was certainly possible that Krista was murdered by a celebrity, detectives needed to pursue other angles.
1: Luckily, 30 years after Krista's murder in February of 1977, cold case detectives were able to dig up a piece of hard evidence that pointed them in a whole new direction. The original detectives had preserved one of Krista's fingernails.
3: And under Krista's fingernail, Harrison Brandenburg found DNA, female DNA.
1: Krista could have gotten this DNA under her fingernail in a variety of ways. Perhaps she brushed against a woman at the Hollywood party she attended on the night of her murder.
3: Or maybe she slept with one of her female lovers earlier in the day.
1: Or perhaps Krista got that DNA under her fingernail while trying to defend herself from her murderer. Was Krista's killer a woman? It's certainly possible. There were a lot of women who had reason to hate Krista.
3: Krista had no qualms about sleeping with men in committed relationships. Maybe she pushed a betrayed wife or a girlfriend too far.
2: Can I help you? Yeah. How about you stop sleeping with my husband? That's kind of up to him, isn't it? Excuse me. I'm not the one cheating on my wife. Maybe you're getting mad at the wrong person here. Screw you! I'm open to it if you are. You stay away from my husband if you know what's good for you. Have a good night, hon!
3: It's certainly feasible that a jealous spouse could have murdered Krista. But there's no evidence linking the spouse or girlfriend of any of Krista's lovers to her murder.
1: Krista's female killer could have also been
3: one of her lovers. Krista slept with both men and women. She could have made someone of either gender jealous.
2: Krista, we need to talk. Mm, Talking isn't as much fun as some of the other things that we could be doing right now. I feel like we have something special, you know? I want us to be together. Come on, let's not do this. You don't need all these men in your life. Let's get an apartment and actually be together. Just the two of us. Oh, hon. You're wonderful. And I really enjoy our time together, but... settling down, getting all domestic? That's not me. You just want their money. Excuse me? What are you doing?! Get out of my closet! This is all you really want, isn't it? Fur coats, expensive jewelry... It's not my fault if my boyfriends give me nice things. I've told you things. Secrets I've never told anyone else. I thought... I thought you loved me. I adore you. But not when you're accusing me of being a gold digger. Prove you're not a gold digger, then. How exactly? End things with all your rich, famous boyfriends. Be with me. You can't just give me an ultimatum. No one gets to control my life, except me. That's what you think. Excuse me?
1: Krista certainly could have been killed by one of her lovers, male or female.
3: She had defensive wounds on her body. Krista could have gotten the female killer's DNA under her fingernails while attempting to fend off the fatal stabbing.
1: With the female DNA in hand, Detectives Brandenburg and Harris decided to look into the women in Krista's life.
3: They soon focused on Krista's failed attempt to record an album that began in the winter of 1976.
1: Krista apparently had something of a fraught relationship with both of her backup singers, Debbie Danilo and Patty Collins.
3: Debbie Danilo told detectives that she and Krista were close and had many nice things to say about Krista.
1: But the keyboardist in the group, Blair Aronson, claimed that he was cheating on Debbie with Krista and that Debbie caught them right before Krista's murder.
3: Debbie, on the other hand, denies that this ever happened.
1: In the early 2000s, detectives asked Debbie if they could test her DNA. She was happy to comply.
3: Debbie's DNA did not match the DNA under Krista's fingernail, so detectives turned their attention to Patty Collins.
1: Patty was one of Krista's lovers, and she allegedly did not like sharing Krista with others, especially men.
3: Detectives even found one of Krista's few surviving sex tapes that revealed a threesome with Krista, Patty, and a famous male celebrity.
1: When detectives interviewed the male celebrity, he mentioned that he could tell how tense things were between Patty and Krista.
3: Cold case detectives wanted to track Patty down and talk to her. The problem was, they couldn't find her.
1: Patty left town after Krista's murder and disappeared, never to be seen again.
3: Detectives eventually found a woman named Patty Collins living in Montana, who had been in Los Angeles at the time of Krista's murder.
1: But it turned out they had the wrong Patty Collins. And to this day, the real Patty Collins has never come forward.
3: There are a lot of people who could have killed Krista Helm.
1: She could have been killed in a random robbery like Salminio, Or she could have been murdered by one of her drug dealer acquaintances.
3: More specifically, she may have been killed by Rudy Mazella, the drug dealer who bragged about murdering her.
1: She may have been killed by a male celebrity or a politician who found out about her secret sex tapes.
3: Or she could have been murdered by a woman either a jealous spouse or one of her own lovers.
1: There are a lot of intriguing potential suspects. Who do you think killed Krista?
3: I'm convinced she was killed by a celebrity.
1: That would certainly be the most scandalous possibility.
3: Oh, let's look at the facts. Krista was beaten and stabbed 23 times. We know that this was a crime of passion. Who would have more reason to feel betrayed and angry than a celebrity who learned that Krista was planning to blackmail him or write a book about their affair?
1: The fact that most of Krista's sex tapes and her diary went missing after her murder does lend support to your theory.
3: And don't forget that Krista sent a postcard to her friend Darlene warning that she was in over her head. It seems to me like one of her powerful lovers was threatening her.
1: Yeah, your theory makes sense. But I think Krista was actually killed by a woman. Either a jealous girlfriend or a lover.
3: What has you convinced?
1: Well, the only DNA evidence in this case points to a potential female killer. And as we've seen in the past, women are just as capable of committing brutal murders as men.
3: Maybe both of our theories are true. What if Krista was killed by a female celebrity?
1: Oh, Interesting thought. A female celebrity would have just as much reason as the male celebrity to get angry at Krista over those secret recordings.
3: She'd have more reason to be furious.
1: Oh, uh, uh, how so?
3: Think about it. This was 1977. LGBT activists were struggling to gain basic rights and acceptance in America at this time. San Francisco city-county supervisor Harvey Milk was the only openly gay elected politician in the whole country. And he was going to be assassinated just one year after Krista's murder for his work to promote LGBT rights.
1: And it wasn't exactly a time where a movie star could be openly gay or bisexual. If the general public discovered a famous actress was romantically involved with other women, her career would be over.
3: Maybe Krista secretly recorded her affair with a famous actress and tried to blackmail her. That would be motive enough for the actress to murder her.
1: And that could potentially explain the presence of female DNA under Krista's fingernail.
3: So I think we're in agreement now.
1: We are. Although there is no concrete evidence pointing to a specific killer. We believe that Krista was murdered by a famous actress.
3: And even though they still haven't found a match, cold case detectives remain determined to find the woman whose DNA was under Krista Helms' fingernail.
1: Don't forget to subscribe to Unsolved Murders on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review or tell us what you think on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram as at Parcast and Twitter at Parcast Network. It seems simple, but it really helps our show. A new episode comes out every Tuesday.
3: Thank you so much for listening.
1: We'll see you next time.
3: If we live till next time.
1: Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories was created by Max Cutler and developed by Ron Cutler. It is a production of Cutler Media and is part of the ParCast Network. It is produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound design by Kenny Hobbs, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro and Paul Muller. Additional production assistance by Maggie Admire and Carly Madden. Unsolved Murders is written by Joshua Skye and stars Carter Roy and Wendy McKenzie. The amazing cast of voice actors includes, by alphabetical order, Mike Capozzi, Jerry Courtney Austin, Kimberly Holland, Nick Massou, and Steve Pinto.